Hi guys, welcome. It's an NBA YouTube special. These are uh, little segments I like doing because uh, you know what? They didn't quite fit into the length of the episode of sports and shorts of sorts. So this is Ren City coming at you with a week two NBA wrap up. And uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. My top five from last week. I think that's going to be changing a little bit. We'll get more to that. But uh, who we had at number one last week uh, with the Boston Celtics and... Uh, yeah, or sorry, I had them at number two last week, and they took a little dip. They lost two straight after starting 5-0, and dropping first to the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll admit, I did not think they'd be as good as they are this year, but uh, they, our other loss the Celtics suffered was to the 76ers. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown did not show up to that game, scoring a combined 27 points between the two. It's got to be the most money spent on 27 points in the league. Two less than what Przingis put up that night. So Celtics went 1-3 and three in that week. Just shows they're human. They're a really good team. They uh, just went through a little bad stretch this past week. Uh, sticking with that division, I mentioned the Sixers beating the Celtics, now leading the division. The Celtics or the Sixers team is looking fantastic post-James Harden. Like, Tyrese Maxey, I've been mentioning this, he's a legit scorer in this league. He's the perfect number two to Joel Embiid, you know. What they're doing together is great. And that Kelly Oubre Jr. signing, I mentioned it last week, that could be the signing of the season. Just because of what he's opening up for Tobias Harris, like, I think Kelly Oubre Jr. is more comfortable being that third guy than Tobias was. And this just opens up Harris to do other things. And he's He's looking good. This team's looking really good under Nick Nurse. They went 4-0 on the week, beating the Raptors, Suns, a very disinterested Wizards team, and the before-mentioned Celtics. But the rest of the Atlantic Division, it's all 4-4 four and four records. So we'll start with the Raptors, and they had a nice bounce-back week after a kind of a brutal start to the season. Scotty Barnes has really been the reason why. He almost had a triple-double in their loss to the 76ers. But uh, he put up huge numbers in their win over the Spurs. 30 points, 11 boards, 7 assists. And that was a comeback one in overtime, so really big. And then he almost had a triple-double and a win over the Mavericks. And that's a really big win because the Mavericks are one of the best teams in the league. But they're going to need some consistent scoring from Siakam and Ananobi, the team that the two guys that the 76ers, Patrick Beverly said, had no dog in them. But these guys are scoring. They put up big numbers against the Mavericks in the win. They just need to keep doing it consistently. That's, that's the hardest thing. But, uh... Speaking of teams going in the right direction, the Brooklyn Nets, they've been playing some really good basketball. They went 2-2 two two this past week, including their first in-season win over the Chicago Bulls. Their other win came over the Clippers, not giving James Harden a good welcome to one of his old teams, but... Cam Thomas has been the guy to watch. I mentioned in the last episode how he's dropping almost 30 a game. His scoring's dipped a bit, and uh, he kind of had a down night against the Clippers, going for only 14, but they were ahead in that one, didn't need him. But the game prior against the Bucks, he dropped 45. <laughs> you know, they lost to the Bucks, but uh, yeah, they lost to the Bucks and the Celtics in a week, which a lot of teams will do. And this team is fun to watch, from Mikel Bridges to the before-mentioned Cam Thomas, and what looks like a healthy Ben Simmons, this, this team surprising people they can they can come out and beat anybody on any night just that's the thing consistency in this league but uh wrapping up the atlantic we'll go to the city so nice they named it twice new york new york the knicks they went two and one this past week their only loss being an in-season game to the bucks but they really trashed when msg debuts mashing the spurs and the they had a win over Harden when his Clippers debut for the team. And Hubie Brown was really hyping it up during the Spurs-Knicks game. But 
Mitchell Robinson, man, this guy doesn't get enough credit. An absolute beast. His rebounding's phenomenal, especially in the offensive side. He's leading the league in offensive rebounding, and his defense is something else. What do you put on Wembenyama? Like, other teams are going to try to mimic it. The only problem is they don't have Mitchell Robinson to do the mimicry, but, yeah, he's really something else. And, like, backing him up, backing him up Isaiah Hartenstein, that's some big man energy right there. What they're doing, they, he comes in and does the same thing with a little better passing. Julius Randle's starting to have his shot go down. So this team's starting to make the turn, I think, for the Knicks. But it's just everyone in this division is looking, starting to look pretty good right now. <laughs> Other than that little dip by the Celtics. But yeah, it's a tough division, the Atlantic. But going to the Central, it looks like the Bucks and the Pacers are starting to separate themselves a little from the rest of the division. The Bucks went 3-0 and this week, beating the Knicks in their in-season game tournament, like I mentioned. They beat the Nets, and they were just barely able to sneak by those Pistons. Uh, the game against the Pistons really stuck out against me because, yeah, the officials took front and center again, which is never a good thing. Giannis Antetokounmpo threw down a massive dunk in traffic, kind of flexed on Isaiah Stewart a bit. Ref was like, mm-mm, no flex zone. I gave him a second tee, threw him out of the game. Like, are you kidding me? This is getting kind of out of control. The NBA's going to, like, the no-fun league NFL kind of stature where they're hating on celebrations. They're going to the MLB way where they don't like bat flips. Now you can't have guys doing anything after dunks. You have guys dunking in full speed in traffic, holding on so they don't get hurt, and they're getting a tee. It's getting a little out of control, but maybe this is just an old man yelling at a cloud moment, but man, they gotta stop giving out these soft tees. You come to see the stars throw down shit and talk that shit after, not, nope, out of here, so we'll see what happens with that, but regardless, the Bucks are looking really good offensively, a little suspect defensively, which makes you worry a bit, but... Hopefully they can get that figured by the playoffs. But when you think Lillard, you don't think defense. You think Dame time. And when Giannis was out of that game, Dame took over to give him the win. So we'll see what happens with this Bucks team. But like I said, keeping up with the Bucks, the Indiana Pacers. And if you've been following Ren City on his NBA coverage, you know I've been hyping this team up. I said they'd be the Sacramento Kings of last season. And they went 3-1 and this past week, scoring over 121 each game. An in-season tournament win over the Cavs, a 40-point win over the Spurs, and a 16-point win over the Jazz. Their only loss came to the Hornets, which was a little surprising, but Tyrese Halliburton, he's leading the way for this team. I said he'd come back from the USA team with a, you know, a whole new level, and he's hitting that level. He'll be an all-star this season. He's leading the league in assists. The defense is still a little suspect, as I'm saying for some teams here, but if they can turn that around, they're the real deal, this offensive this offense they have is amazing. So, oh, excuse me. Get on the Pacers there. Uh, the Cavaliers, they're starting to finally get healthy. Darius Garland's back. Jared Allen's back. They went 1-3 this week, but they had some tough losses against the Pacers and OKC. And their one win came over the Golden State Warriors, where all the scores, all the, all the starters scored in double digits, and Donovan Mitchell threw down 31. So, I think, like Stella, they're starting to get their groove back here. But, uh... Wouldn't be surprised if they went on a little run with these healthier guys. And uh, the Bulls, they went 1-3 this week, losing to the Nets, Nuggets, then the Suns in OT. Their solo win came over the Jazz, which they won pretty easily. But uh, Zach Levine's been really good for the Bulls, except in that Nuggets loss. He only scored 12, which is really hard to ever see Levine doing. But this team's tough to read. It, it, again, it's consistency. But when they're rolling, they look pretty good. And when they're not, they look pretty bad. <laughs> 
we're wrapping up that division. And I, I'll mention the pesky Pistons again. I love watching this team develop. Granted, they went 0-4 this week, but they were in every one of those games. Cade Cunningham, he's the real deal, y'all. Why he went number one, he put up 24 and 7 assists. I know we missed all last season, but he's coming back with a vengeance. I, he, I think he might even get comeback player of the year. We'll see. But uh, those games they lost, Pelicans, Suns, Warriors, Bucks, those are not easy games. And they fought hard in each one. But look out for Marcus Sasser, man. Rookie out of University of Houston. He's a scoring machine off the bench. Look at him to steal some six-man-of-the-year votes. Like, super, super scoring machine off the bench. It's like a little mini microwave, except not built like Vinny Johnson. But uh, rapid, rapid, oh, where did I go here? Scroll down a bit there. <laughs> we'll go to the last division. My teleprompter was a little off. But going to the last division, the Southeast Division, we'll start with the Hawks. They only played two games this week, which is kind of weird. They beat the Pelicans and lost to the Thunder in a really good game. But I'm liking how this team's coming together. I mentioned DeJounte Murray and Trey Young are starting to mesh well under Quinn Snyder. And they have eight guys averaging double figures right now. I don't think that'll last the entire season. But that's that's the epitome of team basketball, which is what they're doing. And you haven't said that in Atlanta in a while. The next one in the division, the Orlando Magic, they went 2-1 and one this week, picking up wins over the Jazz and the Lakers before losing to the Mavericks, but I don't know, I think this team's playoff bound, the way they're playing, you got six guys averaging double figures, a two-headed beast of Franz Wagner and Paulo Bancaro leading the way, but I, like, I've, I'm really loving the emergence of Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, two high draft picks that need to make that jump for this team to make the next jump, and they're doing it, so good on them. And the Miami Heat, you know, I was shitting on them after that rough start. Well, they went 3-0 this past week. But, you know, some of the teams aren't the biggest wins. Picking up wins over the Wizards and Grizzlies. Lakers was a good win, though. And Tyler Hero is continuing to score at a sick rate. He's got a chip on his shoulder from all those trade talks this offseason. But best player on the team so far is Bam Adebayo. He's just behind Hero in scoring, and he's leading the team in rebounding and blocks. They just need to keep doing what they're doing right now. they got a good thing going. The Washington Wizards, <laughs> they went 1-2 and two this week. Their only win coming over uh, Charlotte Hornets, which is not a very impressive win at this moment. But uh, the Wizards dropped their games against the Heat and 76ers. Kyle Kuzma is leading the way in scoring, and he seems to be the only consistency on the team. Jordan Poole, much like his days in Golden State, he seems to he'll show up and have a great day, game, and then he'll disappear. But the real issue is defensively for this team. They just look disinterested at a lot of times, and it's hard to win games when you're giving up 130 a night or whatever. So, yeah, they need to figure something out on the defensive end. Um, and wrapping up the East, we'll mention the Charlotte Hornets, who the Wizards beat last week. Uh, but they did beat the Pacers. They went 1-2 and two this past week, the Hornets. But beating the Pacers was a big game. And LaMelo Ball, like... He is the man to watch offensively. Not known for his defense, but what he did to Tyrese Halliburton on that last play of the game to beat the Pacers was huge. Huge for his development. Love seeing it. Two losses were the Mavs and Wizards. The latter, like I said, being a bad loss. Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges will be returning to the court soon. Many people have different opinions on that with his domestic abuse history and what exactly went down, but he is cleared to come back, and he will make a difference on this team. He's... He's a great player. I know, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's when they when you see what he did, and then he comes back. But everything's supposed to be cool now, you know. And you believe in second chances, but man, 
we'll, we'll see what happens with that. We'll head out west. We'll start in the northwest with our defending champs, the Denver Nuggets. Went 4-0 and this week, looking pretty damn good along the way. They beat Dallas in their in-season tournament game before beating the Bulls, Pelicans, and Warriors. And that game against the Warriors was great. The two last NBA champions going at it, very entertaining. And it's pretty amazing how well the Nuggets are doing with Jamal Murray missing time with that injury he's got. But... Jokic, he's looking the real deal. I'd put that jersey on today. Nikola Jokic, man. Next up in that division is not a team I expected to talk about so early in the division. The Minnesota Timberwolves. I did doubt them. Straight up. I know when to say I'm wrong. But it is early. I did doubt this team saying they'd have to blow it up. What are they doing? But they're making me look pretty damn foolish. Anthony Edwards, the beast. I, I do want an Edwards jersey, by the way. He's something else. But averaging 28 a game. 5.3 assists. He's what makes this team go. But it's really translating in the victories is that defense. They're starting to figure out the whole Rudy Gobert dynamic. The Frenchman's leading the league in rebounds. And they're looking like the real deal. Catman, Carl Anthony Towns is a good second fiddle now. Maybe he should be the Robin to the Batman Edwards. But whatever they're doing, it's working. And they're, they're following that confidence that Edwards carries with him everywhere he goes. The Thunder, OKC Thunder, one of my favorite teams to watch as, as well, mostly because of SGA and Lou Dort, that Canadian love on that team. But they, uh, yeah, went 2-1 and one this past week, only loss being the best game of the in-season tournament so far, the Golden State Warriors. Look up highlights of that if you want. Wow. that If they could have every game like that in the in-season tournament, look out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, their two wins came over the Hawks and Cavs, two good wins. SGA continues to look like an all-NBA player. And Chet Holmgren, damn, damn, damn. I, I could see him maybe stealing this from Wemby for Rookie of the Year. What he does is something else. That sucks he missed all that last season with that injury, but being around the NBA and just taking it all, it's made a difference, I think. He's something else. Trailblazers went 1-2 and two this week. Uh, their young squad was in every one of those games, much like the Pistons I mentioned earlier. They beat the Grizzlies in OT in their first ever in-season tournament game before losing the rematch to the Grizzlies. Then they'd lose a tough one in the Sacramento and OT, which could have went either way. But this team's going to take its licks. They have five guys currently averaging double figures. And the main thing is they're competing for Chauncey Billups every night. That's what you got to ask out of a young team. So if you see them on the calendar playing your team, watch out. That's not going to be an easy dub. And I will finish with the Utah Jazz in this division. They've struggled a bit of late going 0-4 this past week. And they were only in one of those games against the Magic. The rest were blowouts. So that's not always good. Lori Markinen continues to do his thing. But Jordan Clarkson, we're going to start putting him up on milk cartons. Where is this guy? He is not playing like he's used to playing. Utah Jazz have kind of expected something out of him. And he is not meeting those expectations. But... We'll head out to the Pacific, which is supposed to be the toughest division in the game, I think. But the wins aren't really showing that yet. The team leading, the Golden State Warriors, went 2-2 two and two this past week, winning that epic end-season tournament game I mentioned against OKC. And they also beat the Pistons, which was a really close game. And then they lost to the Cavs and Nuggets. The last one being that doozy I mentioned earlier with Steph Curry having a chance to hit a floater to tie the game. He missed, and then Clay had a buzzer beater. The ball kind of slipped out of his hand. It was a scrambly play, but tough loss. But this team's really good. Still a title title contending team i believe curry is looking like an mvp contender but uh he needs more consistent help clay's not doing that they just need like i've preached this whole episode consistency and he needs a good second fiddle right now clay's not really doing it 
Phoenix Suns, it's basically been all Kevin Durant. Bradley Beal finally made his debut against the Bulls, and this team went 2-1 and one this past week, beating the Pistons and said Bulls. Their only loss coming to the Sixers, where they literally had no answer for Embiid. He dominated them. But Kevin, Kevin Durant's been holding down the fort, the old man in there. He's uh, just averaging under 30 a game. But we really don't know how this team will play until Beal, Booker, and KD are all playing together. It's nice Beal's back, hopefully Booker's back soon, and we'll get a real sample of what this team can do. The Kings, man, they've struggled without De'Aaron Fox with his injury. They went 1-2 this week, losing two straight to the Rockets, and then needing overtime to beat the Young Blazers. Not the best week, but just showing the importance of De'Aaron Fox. They need him back because this team goes as Fox goes. The Clippers debuted their new toy, James Harden, this week, and it didn't quite go as well. In the two games they played this week, they lost both of them. First to the Knicks, then to the Nets. But I think it's going to take time for all these Cali boys in the starting lineup to mesh together. You know, the sky is the ceiling for this team, but getting to that sky could be a little tricky. <laughs> Wrapping up the division, the LA Lakers, I have this team in the finals against the Bucks. Not an ideal for this week, for this team. 0-3 this past week, losing the Magic Heat and getting blowed out by the Rockets. And you can bet Dylan Brooks was letting LeBron know about that one. AD had a brief injury scare, but he's able to come back. He's still playing, so that's very important. LeBron's minutes have been sneaking up. I've been watching the minutes per game here, and they said around 30. He's closer to 36 now. So they're going to have to keep their eye on that if they want to keep him healthy this season. But you know what? The team has four games this week. We'll see how they bounce back. Um, last division in the NBA, the Southwest Mavericks continue to lead the way, even though they went 2-2 two and two this week, beating the Hornets Magic, but losing to the Nuggets and Raptors. The Nuggets' loss was that in season tournament one, but Luka continues to average close to a triple-double, and Kyrie is he's doing his thing there. You know, He's a great fit. I don't know. People said it couldn't work, but I think he's doing really well there. Tim Hardaway Jr. continues his push for six-man of the year, and I know they suffered a few losses, but don't count this team out. They're still a title contender, I believe. And the main thing I believe is, you know, Luca can go at his own pace, but the way he's, they're pushing the ball now, much like Jason Kidd, their coach, did his entire career. And I, when they're pushing it, they're just way better. You know, we'll see if they continue to do that trend throughout the year. But let's talk about the Houston Rockets. This young team is supposed to be losing and learning, not going 3-0 and this past week. Granted, two of them were against the Sacramento Kings and the Fox List squad, but uh, that Lakers win was pretty impressive. Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks continue to show how important vets are to a young team. They're showing how these youngsters to play how the right way. Well, maybe not Brooks. Some of the way he plays may not be the right way, but the vet mentality is really helping this team Jalen Green is showing why he was the number two pick he's really emerging it's exciting the team to watch Amaya Doak has got this team playing the right way and that's all you can ask for out of a young team Pelicans struggled a bit this week going one and three it's a big part of it is CJ McCollum missing time with a collapsed lung we do not know when he's coming back that injury does not sound fun and it's funny the picture they used to announce it. He's kind of holding like this, his chest, and everyone. <laughs> he commented on it like, wow, you had to use that picture. But hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, rookie Jordan Hawkins has kind of emerged a bit shooting lights out without him. But they're going to need bigger nights from Zion and Ingram. I know Zion's coming back from missing a lot of time. But, hey, I picked him into being the MVP running before the season started. We need to see more out of him. My Spurs, uh, they had an unreal Thursday night win after the last episode last week where Keldon Johnson literally stole the game, ripping it away from Kevin Durant and putting the tough basket to win the game. Granted, it looked like a foul, but hey, play to the whistle. 
That was Wemby's best game of his career so far in the NBA. 38 points, 10 boards. The rest of the week didn't go so well. The Spurs would lose three in a row after that, starting with a tough one against Toronto, where they had it won but would lose an OT. Then they'd lose by over 40 to the Pacers before Wemby would make his highly anticipated Madison Square Garden debut just to get blown out by the Knicks. But, man, this is still a young team. This is the youngest team in the league. Watch them. They're super exciting. Um, last team to be highlighted on the NBA team level here is Memphis Grizzlies, the only team with one win on the season. They picked that up this past week when they went 1-3. They lost their in-season tournament game to the Blazers, like I mentioned earlier, before they beat the Blazers in the next game. And they put up a big fight against the Heat before losing that. And Desmond Bain's been putting up huge numbers. Jaron Jackson Jr. is balling out with his numbers, but man, they're missing John Morant big time. But I think even more so that Steven Adams on the defensive end. JJJ's rebounding numbers have dropped. He's been asked to do even more without Adams, and it's, I don't know how they are going to right this ship until at least Jaw gets back. Remember those 25 games suspension for flashing the gun again in the car. But yeah, that's the NBA team wrap-ups. Uh, some individual stuff to point out. You have four guys still averaging over 30 in the league. Embiid leading the way at 31.7. Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, and Steph Curry are just behind him. KD, Jokic, and Tatum are just below that 30-point-per-game mark. And rebounds, as I mentioned earlier, the Frenchman Rudy Gobert with Minnesota and 13.6 a game. I also mentioned Halliburton leading the league in assists. He's at 11.9 a game. Trey Young is also in double digits with 10.4. And then your blocks leaders, you got Anthony Davis of the Lakers. And Steelers leaders, you have a tie between Marcus Smart of the Grizz and Paul George of the Clippers. So now the Ren City Top 5, let's switch it up a little bit. Uh, jumping from 4 to number 1, my new number 1, the Denver Nuggets. They're looking phenomenal. Had the Rock the Jersey because of it. Number 2, I have the Dallas Mavericks just under them, a team that was beat by Denver. Number 3, the Philadelphia 76ers. You have to have an East team in there. <laughs> then number 4, surprise, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, you heard that right. And number 5, the Milwaukee Bucks. So totally different than last week. I have the Celtics, Warriors, Lakers dropping off to make room for the Sixers, T-Wolves, and Bucks. If you're like, dude, what, what's the Timberwolves doing there? Look at those defensive numbers. And like I've said about Anthony Edwards doing his thing, this team is legit. Legit. They're doing what they're doing. It's just, can they keep it up? I have the Nuggets moving to the top because, yeah, they have the best record in the league, and they've been beating really good teams to get that record. Their only loss of the season? The Minnesota Timberwolves. I rest my case on that. For MVP, a few different players in the top spot, I think. You got Jokic, Doncic, and Bede, all front runners. Still think Wembenyama is the rookie of the year leader, but Holmgren, like I said, he's slithering up there. But, yeah, guys, that's... uh. That's week two of the NBA in the books. It's been so great watching, taking it all in. We got some real exciting games coming up this week, including more in season tournament games. I know people have been hating on those with like that whack ass bright court and on the bounce for the athletic. They said nobody likes those courts. If they say like they like those courts, they're lying. But you know what? I like those courts. No cap. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. I hope the NBA wrap up did its thing. Red City Oak, guys. Take care.